Hello, Donuts. Welcome to another week. This uh, this week we're talking about Punky Brewster. My name's Piers Ray. Joining Donut, me. You've been officially labeled Donuts. Aren't they? That's adorable. They're Word donuts. Deal. I always refer to us as Donuts. Everybody, Donut. Anyone listening to this is a Donut. We're all Donuts. Yes, and thank you. Donut crew. A beautiful round object with a hole in we the middle. We greatly appreciate it. <laughs> we really do. Hey, yeah. friends. It's Saskia. And Hannah. And Piers. Piers, welcome back. Thank you. You were here and then gone and then here, here and then gone. And now I'm back. It's been a very confusing time. We Honestly, if you're tuning in after having listened to Manimal, we love you very much because... It, I didn't have... I, that, we, we got a little upset on that one and without your guidance... Oh, I cannot wait to hear Manimal. It got a little high-pitched. It got really loud. <laughs> However, it's a fantastic episode. <laughs> I love, I love episodes where you guys just get angry. Yeah. Those got, are fun. We got pretty angry. There's I, a lot of it. Yeah. I wish I could have seen it. Yeah. And now you are back you can in, the, still see it. in the the tweener realm, I guess. Right? Yeah. Because your weird. last episode was Zoe, and now you've got Punky. And I had nothing to break them up, so that's all I thought about this whole time is how much better Zoe 101 was yeah. than Punky well, Bruce. 20 years okay, later. 20 years later. Uh, you disagree? I disagree. Okay. You think Punky was better than Zoe? Yes. Oh, you mean the character, Punky? The show. The show, Punky Brewster, was better than Zoe 101? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Wow, we are going to have an amazing debate today. I honestly thought to myself, I'm like, this is going to be an easy one. We're all just going to be like, yeah, that was cute. (laughs) It was so cute. cute. It was cute. It was, uh, well, we'll get into it. Let's get into it. Okay, so the pilot was actually a three-parter. Yeah. Called... Uh, Punky Finds a Home, part mm-hmm. one, two, and three. But they did air uh, on consecutive weeks. They weren't all on at the same time. Oh. So that's why it ended with a to be continued. And then it was like a week later that you would see the next episode. And then a week later. Okay, so I'm going to read the description. Um, it's pretty elaborate. And it maybe get into things that we maybe didn't see. Let's We'll just find okay. out. Uh, so it aired on... September 15th, 1984. It was on NBC, which they made very obvious because the ding, ding, ding. Yeah, which I hadn't seen in NBC. So Peacock was at the beginning. (laughs) In the series opener in Chicago, eight-year-old Punky Brewster and her dog Brandon are found living in an empty apartment by the building's grouchy manager, photography studio owner, Henry Warnemont. Punky tells Henry that it all started when her father walked out on her and her mother Susan Brewster. Then a couple of weeks ago, Susan said they were going on a trip, so Susan, Punky, and Brandon piled up in their car and drove to a shopping center in Chicago where Susan abandoned Punky and Brandon, who have been homeless ever since. That, that's the end. Uh, it goes on. In the vacant apartment, Punky always had food because eight-year-old Cherry Johnson, who lives upstairs from Henry with her grandmother, Betty Johnson, always brought food to Punky. Anyways. It, yeah. Yes. It, no, I think going, it describes going, the situation. I think that's basically all you need to know about it. Yes, I agree. There's a couple things I want to tell you guys before you debate. I kind of want to sit back and watch you guys fight over whether this was good or bad. I... I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. I like, just thought, I don't like, think again, it's, good. it's not for us. It's just like, it's for yeah. kids, and if I had seen it as a kid, I probably would have liked it, but, and what we saw the finale 
was actually like a backdoor pilot for a new show called Fenster Hall. Which was super was weird. Oh, it was? So we, yeah. which also never came to be. Yeah. Um, so the whole end of this season. So we basically watched two pilots. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't, did. I wasn't happy with it. Yeah. That it did, that it completely, she had maybe five minutes of screen time in that 40 minute episode. Right. Mm. And it was, she wasn't even, yeah, it wasn't, it was supposed to be like, here are this new gang of kids and this cool teacher and yeah. we're going to give you this new show. And then they, they didn't. I, I assumed that we had seen all of these people. We have gotten to know them over the course of the season. Uh, no. I don't think so. Well, Mike, yes. They do know Mike before. That becomes obvious in the finale. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. But so because she hasn't... She has been to Fenster Hall. But not in the pilot, right? No. Because they just... They came to Chicago. Well, she went... She uh, Punky goes to Fenster Hall briefly in the second episode, right? That's where she's staying, but in the girls' dormitory. How many episodes did you watch? Just the first two. Okay. We only Yeah. She goes We only watched the first we one. We only watched one. I thought it was two and two. No, no one, and one, two. one and two. Well that's <laughs> So now so he knows the answer. The answer. Not, Uh-oh. Hopefully my too not too many of my quiz questions are from the second episode. Guess what? There's nothing in the second episode that has anything to do with the finale. Okay. Except for the fact that it's Funster Hall. Yeah. Funster and Mike Hall. is there, right? The teacher. No, it's a totally different Oh, they it's, don't know each other. It's another guy. Because they introduce each other in the finale, like, hey Mike, like good to see you again. Like I assume blah, blah, blah. that Fenster Hall is kind of a secondary location over the course I of the show. Knew, no, I know it's in the second episode she ends up there, but I didn't know, um, I thought the teacher was there as well. He becomes her teacher teacher in this next season after this one. So they bring him onto the show when Fenster Hall didn't go as a, as a show. It's, I'll say it since you guys haven't seen it, it's the same set. Like it's the exact same bedroom, they've just redressed it to be for boys instead of for girls. But they've got, oh god, I hope it's a different actor. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a totally different character than the person they have watching the dorms in the first one. In, uh, the, in second, the second episode. In the second episode. Oh, okay, yeah. I yeah. don't know. I have no idea. So at this time, the head of NBC was a man named Brandon Tartikoff. A legend. Yeah. He is definitely a legend. That's a good word to describe <laughs> him. Uh, he named Punky Brewster after the girl he had a crush on as a kid. It's an actual name. She event Punky was her nickname. Yeah. Brewster was her real last name. They got her permission, because, you know, as we know, you can't just yeah. use real people's names on television. And she eventually uh, guest stars on an episode oh my God. as a waitress. That's so weird. And he named the dog after himself. That's what I thought when you said... So that he yeah. and this girl oh would be together forever. I just, I just, it so speaks to his ego that he <laughs> named the dog after himself and the star of the show after his high school sweetheart. Anyway, uh, that's all I wanted to say about Brandon Tartikoff. Yeah. Uh, that's NBC. NBC. All right, what do you want to say about the pilots? Uh, like, from what we read yeah. in that outline... Boy. Like that, what happened to her is honestly one of the most horrific things oh, I've ever heard the in show my is life. Super it's not dark. possible, but it's what? It's very dark. Even like yeah. the opening. Well, what happens to her is possible. Her but no, crawling like, into an empty apartment and living there for three weeks is not possible. No, that's what I'm talking about. But being like, left it, at the mall by her mother. Yeah. Like, why would she but, pack up everything they own, drive her to a city where she doesn't know anybody and can't get help with a new and puppy? Then walk away. I don't know. I assume that something terrible happened to her mother. Like, she either died or, like, abandoned her, but the abandoning thing doesn't make sense. But why would you even start a comedy? Like, why? I know, it's, it's a, crazy. It's a very what strange. Is the why? And then in the finale, when we get uh, TC's backstory, 
It's like the same thing. It's, it's, it's even worse. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. And the TC, the the male lead, I guess, of the finale, the mm-hmm. guy who's supposed yeah. to be the spin-off character, is living with a criminal. Blade. 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 the most ludicrous character I've, I think we've ever seen. Yeah. And one so. of the sweatiest. <laughs> It was, the whole thing was shot. weird. The whole thing. He was, uh, well, we'll get into it. Yeah. We're talking about the pilot. But I really wanted more of the pilot after I saw it. And then the finale, I don't know if I'm on board with as much. Yeah. Well, the finale Obviously. wasn't really an episode of Punky no. Rooster. So That's you have to watch the episode before these episodes um, to see, I guess, where it kind of ended. I don't it's know so if it has any kind this of real arc going season on. Season with this. Like, can we talk about potential the, spinoff? The, the intro? Oh, the intro was the most upsetting part. It was so beautiful. Oh. The music? The song? The, the song's fine, but like... So great. I mean, and they they cut the it intro changes, down right? later. It, it's different in the end. Well, the finale intro was all scenes from the pilot. Yeah. 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 And then it's a tighter cut. But like, the first intro has her, has Punky basically carrying bags at a gross outside of a grocery oh, store. Oh, right. It's giving her backstory. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. How she, a penny, right. a penny she's a trying to make money off carrying people's groceries. But she's wearing, like, stained clothing. She's out there by herself. She With looks like she's about eight. Yes. Like how she is, is eight. She's, she's eight exactly years eight. old. Nobody does anything. Like, that's in true. the intro, people are like, oh my God, thanks for carrying my so bag. True. Here's a quarter. See, we... Piers is like our reality check here. We're like, this is so adorable. I, no, Horrifying. I threw reality out of the window with this show. Yeah. Like, pretty much everything. Like, my biggest complaint is there's just, like, a lot of fat jokes. Like, Ooh, does so many. Cherry's, Cherry, I don't know if she, it's Cherry or Cherie. Um, oh, the, the I, grandma? Was no, she the, calling her Cherry? No, the young girl. Oh, the girl, Cherry. It was Cherry? Yeah, it was okay. Cherry. I keep wanting to say Cherie. I don't know why. Cherie makes more sense than Cherry. Yeah, and that's she's that's her real name, Cherie. Cherry, Cherry. Cherry Johnson? Yeah, Cherry Johnson. It's her actual real name. She's related to the creator of the show, oh. who we should say is named David W. Duclon. Thank you, David. Yes, and she later grows up to be one of the daughters on Family Matters. Oh. What? This episode, both of these episodes, was like blowing my brain because I know all these children. Like, I grew up in the 80s. I grew up when this show was on. I don't know why I didn't see it, but I was only four, so I was a bit too young, I guess, and I didn't have control over what was being watched on the television. Yeah, you get a pass. It was like Sesame Street, (laughs) the outdoor. But I, like, I always thought it never aired in Canada, and then I found out it was on NBC, so of course it must have been airing. I just... Missed it completely. But all of these kids went on to other projects. Like, Mike was in uh, Miss Bliss, which was, like, the preview, like the first show before Saved by the Bell. Okay. Good Morning, Miss Bliss was, like, the first Zach show. And then um, the kids at the end, like, one of them is the kid from ALF, the son from ALF. And Jesus. Like, it just, but their faces are so young and small that I was yeah. just, like, I can only sort of see it in them. So I went down, like, an IMDb hole that was, like... Crazy. Blade, too, is like James LaGrosse. Like, he's been on everything. Like His face looked really familiar. That's crazy. You guys have seen him on... He was on Justified for, like, a whole season. Oh, my God. Blade! What? He's the freaking... He's, like, the worst acting I've The blonde villain? <laughs> no, uh, that's not him. Uh, no, 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 no. Not... Yeah, I know who you're thinking of. No, he was one of the hardest things to watch was, in any of these episodes. Yeah, but, I, I mean, I gotta say, Bruno. the acting... Throughout, but especially from the kids. He's talented now. He's talented like, now, and to be fair, what did he have to work with? I thought with? Soleil was a little rough. Yeah, Soleil Moonfry, who plays Punky Brewster. I liked her. I don't know. I felt like she was like, part. who was she looking at all the time? It felt like she was looking at the audience. 
She probably was. Yeah. She probably was. Actually, like, preferred the audience. Like, the audience laughter in here was, like, a little shaky at parts. Like, they didn't really go for some jokes. Yeah. And they didn't boost it with, like, canned laughter. It's, like, just the real audience reactions. (laughs) And sometimes it wasn't great. I kind of liked it. Yeah, it was nice. there was one part in the finale where TC was, like, waiting to keep talking. And he was, like... And the audience kept over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just awkward because you could see his like. Or there was another one where they were waiting for it to go to commercial, and they were staring. Blade and TC were staring each other down. Oh, and they were just holding, holding their positions. That's so <laughs> silly. Waiting for blackout. Oh god, it was so. It it hurt. It hurt on my inside. Okay. All right. So far off track. So Punky Brewster is a kid who has the worst backstory in the history of children. Yeah. She has randomly found an empty apartment that she's been living in for weeks, and a girl who will give her food. And why is this a- apartment? I think it doesn't. That it's, just doesn't. It's weird that the apartment is empty considering the landlord lives across, across the, hall the hall and hasn't checked in on this place in like two or three yeah. weeks. Yeah, well, it's vacant, right? No one's renting it at the moment. Yeah. I think that's the only thing. The weird part is how does an eight-year-old with a dog, how is she feeding this dog, mm-hmm. think like, oh, I'm just going to wander around to like find an empty apartment like if you were yeah. eight years old you would go to the police you go into the mall and ask for security or something like I mean, or that's... you would cry until someone came and got you you <laughs> wouldn't car. fucking you wouldn't take your dog and move into a vacant apartment uh, yeah, she like, must have just been crazy she was going around trying windows Why? until she found one i you guess would never. It make sense. you would never also you would someone would see you and the dog. somehow the only one who is aware that there's a girl living here is Cherry. Yes. The exactly. other girl in the building. Yes. The adults are completely oblivious. Oh my gosh. Well, not Up really. Until the end because of this. Mrs. Johnson, Betty Johnson, who's uh, Cherry's mom, says she's been hearing noises in the vacant apartment. Mm-hmm. And she gives like a long list of comedic answers of what it might be one of which was a sex maniac I think yeah. I don't remember what the other ones were sex maniac which was a lead into a joke about how maybe it's gonna come after her and then yeah and then he called her old yeah and fat and fat but did she call Cherry fat butt yeah she did that was there's a lot of fat comments that was this. not right don't say that to your granddaughter. Like, she is. Where are you, fat butt? Especially since Cherry's like the thinnest person. She is on the super show. skinny, which which kind of makes it okay. I guess it might just be like a like an ironic nickname. I'm glad like we are yeah. past the days where like like fat shaming and like making fun of people's ethnicities is like acceptable on television. It just feels gross. Like even in the finale when that Conan kid is like just constantly eating. Yeah, they're constantly making fun of him. Was like, that a guy? That was a guy. They're all guys. They're all guys. They're on the guy's oh, yeah, side of Hunter guys. They're on the boy's floor sharing a room. Even when I was a kid, I never thought that was like a it's, funny joke when people are just constantly yeah, eating food and rude. being fat. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's not... It seems sad. That's what I always thought. Like, if they're doing that, they're sad on the inside. And that's not very funny. Yeah, it's not. Anyway. Uh, all those we're shots skipping of him around like, all yeah. over the place. Uh, Cherry says she's jealous of Punky's freedom, and Punky's like, "Well, I'm jealous that you have a family." And she's like, "Well, it's just my grandma." <laughs> Classic just kid show. Grandma. The main character has all this freedom, but doesn't want it. Yeah. Really, just wants you, the family that the viewer has. That's true, but um, it did it way before a lot of uh, other ones did. Yeah, I was wondering a lot about this show. Like, how much of this has already? been established and like how much is new how much is punky brewster doing that's new yeah because it's basically just little orphan annie except daddy warbucks in this doesn't have any real money well he seems to have like you know he seems to be fine he seems he like he owns the apartment building he owns the no i think he's the manager of the building but he's also a successful photographer photography store Yeah, yeah exactly 
So Henry sees Cherry sneak out of the empty apartment after mm-hmm. just being told by Grandma that she thinks something's going on in there. So he goes in, and what does he find Punky doing? Dancing to Mania. With flash dance? Flash yeah, dance. So she's seen the stripper movie mm-hmm. at eight years old? Or she's just seen the video, maybe? <laughs> yeah, she's seen like a clip of it on MTV. It d- I didn't, didn't even... I'm a maniac, It didn't make sense maniac. at all. And then she does it again. Yeah. And they played it again later in the uh, second. She claims that uh, Brandon, her golden retriever puppy. Not would... a dog's name, by the way. No, it's a Not a dog's name. It's it's an executive's name. Of yes. NBC's name. It's a terrible name for a dog. Uh, is an attack dog, and if Henry tries to touch her, he will attack. To meet you, Hank. <laughs> I am not a Hank. I am a Henry. <laughs> What are you doing here? My husband and I are looking for a partner. <laughs> okay, cut the charade. Stop! It's only fair to warn you that this is an attack dog. If you get near me, he'll chew you to pieces. <laughs> Give me a break. That dog couldn't chew soup. <laughs> now let's get back to you. Did you run away from home? Don't clam up on me, young lady. Answer the question. You'll never make me say anything I don't want to, even if you shove my head in knock and make me eat lime of beans. Mm-hmm. And the joke is obviously that that is not the case. Because he's, of... he's taking a nap. The dog is a great actor, though. Yeah, yeah he was. I, I, <laughs> he's he I watched that dog so, so many times. I'm like, that, I know. That dog is a puppy, and she is holding him in such strange ways. And then he just lies down and falls asleep. It's like, mm. this is this I was really good puppy acting. I about that yeah. when I saw, I watched Keanu the other day. And then there's so many scenes where someone's just holding this kitten. And I'm like, how did that... How do they get that kitten? Just it's they must have drugged it. That's There's, what I was thinking with this dog. It's so docile, so, so sleepy yeah, the whole time. Exactly. It just wants to like it's like they must be drugging them. Which I'm maybe sure they make them roll for like an hour before they go on set, and do. then they're just super tired. Yeah, I as don't they know, start shooting. But I was just yeah, wondering. I'm like, no kitten is that like relaxed for like 20 minutes of you talking about this monologue here. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so he explains he's a photographer, he doesn't like people, he's very grumpy, he's happy and set in his ways, and Mm -hmm. he doesn't want any, uh... And then, when she tells the horrible story about how she got left in the parking lot in a mall in a city she's never been to before, what what does he say? Oh. Oh. Oh! That is all he says about it! Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No one's phased by it. Like, twice our age, at least, if not more. Right? If mm-hmm. an eight-year-old that you just met told you that story, would you say more than oh? I would probably be calling the cops. The cops. But, but you it... would at least say, like, wow, that's awful. Like, well, I'm here. I'm in it. Like, we're going to try to help you. Like, yeah. you wouldn't just be like, oh. Oh. That's oh. fucked up. It's <laughs> very... And then Punky's like, well, I'm sure she'll come back. You know? Like, yeah. So optimistic. And that's how we can enjoy the hijinks. That she thinks, like, her mom will eventually come back for her? Maybe she just forgot. Oh, my God. I guess we do pick it up at the point There's where a she whole, stops being sorry, homeless. Santa episode where, like, Henry mm. fakes a present for mom. And I'm like, that's so wrong. That's, yeah, so, that's going to fuck with her head. Oh, so, yeah, no duh. 
Okay. Uh, there's a sea story about a crazy lady named Agnes who's trying to have sex with Henry. She's oh, been married five time. times. Yeah. She later calls him to go break dancing. There's a lot of break dancing jokes in this show. I feel like it was just... Oh, no, Agnes, I did not. It's 1984. Yeah, it had been hip for a few years, yeah. and now people were it's in the mainstream. Now were like, but it's funny. It's safe to do jokes about it. this show is created by an African-American. Oh, really? And what I love about, like, Punky is, like, all her friends are African-American as well. Like, yeah. where she gets another good, close girlfriend who's, like, super richie, richie girl, and she's also... That makes me feel a lot better yeah. about some of those characters. Okay, good. Because the grandmother, I was like, what is going on here? She is crazy over the top. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if this wasn't written by this an African American, it's very day two. She just met Punky. Yeah. And they're already, like, they're going to dress up and take pictures. This is the best course of action to take. On the very first day of meeting this girl? Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, I should say that um, she's eight years old, and they're still, after they find out that she's been living by herself, yeah. constantly leaving her alone. Like, he's constantly mm-hmm. coming home to her being alone. Like, you don't leave an eight-year-old unsupervised, right? No, especially not with access to I'm trying like, to think how old I was when and... we started staying home, like, ten at least. Usually, yeah, without Maybe like, even, even older, like an like older no sibling parents. or something. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> let's not freak out about it. But it was just like, explain that to me, please. You can't just, you have to supervise her. It's freak worthy. It's, it's definitely freak worthy. It happened more than once where he came home and she was like cleaning or cooking or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, cleaned his whole apartment. That was yeah. that was a cute sequence. I did call it as soon as I saw it was a grumpy old man living alone in like a cluttered apartment. I was like, ah, oh, it's a too big a place for one person, so his wife must be dead. Mm-hmm. But long time dead. Long yeah, time she dead. died a year after they got married. So Punky cleans the place, brings out an old picture of his wife that he doesn't like looking at. Because it's too painful. Um, he does agree to do one picture when they show up at his studio, and then mm-hmm. takes a bunch. Because, of course, Which was, we know again, he has a little bit of the soft heart. He's adorable. not that grumpy or miserly. There was a lot of weird montages, and in one of them, in this one, it was doing that, like, side swipe thing. Oh, like, yeah. we used to do an old, like, <laughs> picture montages. Yeah, What's cross, that called? Like a... like... Anyway, it doesn't matter. I was like... That's weird. Just like a horizontal swipe where yes! it like brings in the new one. I feel like that's a great money-saving device because it's like 30 seconds of footage that just has to be stills. I just was like, what are they doing? Oh my god. Okay, so we should mention that Henry does eventually call the police. He lets her sleep on his couch, but he calls his friend Detective Jean, who no. can't find Punky's mom. Yep. And then there's a funny joke about like, oh, try using your computer. It's like, Computers are in 1984. (laughs) And um, he promises to bring Punky to the police station by the end of the day if they haven't found any info. So now we have kind of like a ticking clock deadline. But Mm -hmm. then they show up and take the pictures and he changes his mind apparently because the next thing we see is Punky cleaning and speaking to Brandon that they're going to have to earn their keep until our mom comes back because he's agreed to let them stay there. Yeah. Until that point. Uh, we. I just want to say that Punky is doing the dishes, and then she straps sponges to Brandon's feet, and he's cleaning the floor. I know. No, and then the that cute thing where she picks up the, the, the tap and sprays the window with water. Oh, yeah, she there, cleans the done. windows from the inside. <laughs> completely <laughs> soaks the whole kitchen, pretty much. That's kind of how I clean. It was It was. Adorable. I like Punky. Punky no. is, Punky's cute. Yeah, and like, I wanted more. I won't argue that. He's kind of mad that she cleaned. Uh, he yeah, cleaned her pipes. She cleaned his pipes. Yeah, which apparently is, pipes yeah, are supposed to be filthy. Good. 
I don't yeah. think that's true. Well, they're not supposed to be wet, especially if they're wooden. Oh, like, yeah, they have yeah. To and you have little, to clean them well as well. Yeah, like you don't a f- leave them full of soap. <laughs> <laughs> like, does it make... They could definitely be be ruined. And then we find out not only has she put up a Michael Jackson poster, but she has shoved everything she wanted to get out of the way into one closet so that yeah. when he opens it, it just falls out. Michael Jackson's still black. I wrote that too! Still black. I wrote still black. And I then I'm like, I'm not going to say that. That makes you a terrible person. Uh-huh. Uh, high five. Yes! We're both terrible yes. people. Um, uh, yes. So... Secret pick of Claudia. That's his wife. That's where we're at. Uh, look here, Puck. Hold it. What's that doing there? I found a bear in the back of a closet. It's a great picture. Nobody looks at this picture. Understand? Nobody. Who is it? My wife, Claudia. She died a year after we were married. She's beautiful. You must miss her a lot. My mom used to say, it's good to be reminded of the people you love. It hurts to look at her picture. Can I ask you something? What? If you never let yourself feel sad, how do you ever feel happy? Never mind. The subject's closed. We were talking about you anyway. It's obvious you want to stick around for a while, but why here with me? I like you. You do? I know. I must be nuts. I think beneath your grumpiness is more grumpiness. But then she says, you can't feel happy if you never feel sad. Like, isn't that a little too deep for an eight-year-old? Absolutely. She has a lot of really profound thoughts. I was like, who taught you that exactly? Maybe mom was like crazy bipolar. She learned it on the streets. Uh, maybe it was a tidbit uh, payment for one of her grocery carries. Like that was her tip? Somebody right. gave her a little bit yeah. of like... A... listen here. Or maybe it was in a... Little one. Here's a bit of good advice for you. It was in a fortune cookie. She got one. <laughs> oh. it, uh, yeah. Who knows how Punky learned all this stuff. But that's like a... She's supposed to be precocious, right? And No, she's and... way precocious. Yeah. And but to she... be fair, that's also like a teen... She's not even a teen. That's like she's a kid show. She's eight years old! That's a kid show thing. Where like none of the adults are necessarily smarter than or more capable than the kid characters. Like yeah. on Zoe 101, the teacher, he's yeah. exactly the same way where he's like a he's bumbler a and they're like, yeah. we kind of are on the same level here. Mm-hmm. Totally. So um, Henry says, I'm sorry, like I'm too set in my ways, you can't stay here. So she kind of has a little bit of a meltdown finally. Mm-hmm. And is like, no one wants me. My dad left, my mom left, you don't want me here. This was the crazy one. And then she's like, fine, see ya later goodbye so Mm -hmm. she leaves he chases her out into this huge storm comes back hours later soaking wet to find her back in his kitchen it was epic like his hair was all contorted in the in the weirdest way yeah as if they had literally just taken a bucket of water and dumped it over him well if you're outside searching for hours at a time that's what it's gonna look like yeah uh it's not like getting a little wet it was like that, it made like a try, it was awesome. Yeah, he had like an emo swoop. It was swoop. really great. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Hair. She says she's going to give him one more chance to change his mind about letting her stay. So he finally does agree mm-hmm. that, okay, I'll let you stay here until we can find your mom. Or at least I'll try and convince them to let you stay here kind of thing, right? Yeah. But he still has to take her to child services. Mm-hmm. 
So she's super excited. She's like, yippee, yippee. <laughs> and then she prays to God that he will send her a sign at DCFS that everything will be okay. Which was also adorable. And then... Her praying? No, that the sign she gets being thunder and lightning. And I'm like, oh, it's a sign, but is that a yes or a no? Yeah, yeah she wasn't was sure how to take it, it was, how to interpret it, and that was the end of the pilot. Like usually, I get a sign. It's like, oh, it's so cheesy, but I was like, oh, that's a, that's an interesting sign. And that's all within forty eight hours. That's like two days. Is how long <laughs> yes, it's a lot. So this, this guy, this old man, basically falls for this little girl and agrees to take her in. Well, I think anyone would. Though. Anyone she would. She was pretty cute. And yep. with that backstory, oh. holy crap, man! You'd be one to be like, yeesh. Now I got a question for you guys. Did Maybe I'm imagining this, but didn't Cherry's grandmother, um, who I thought was just her mother, she looks so young. Yeah. Um, I was wondering. I'm like, mm, that doesn't seem like her mom, but anyway, yeah. Right grandma. on the cusp. She looked didn't like she... she's mom from Shameless. <laughs> she did. Yeah, like well, a, a whole lot. The mannerisms were very similar and everything. Anyway. Anyways. Um, didn't she tell George that like she should take... Punky to Child Protective Services that orphans should No, be. she was the one who told him that he should take her in. And he that's the line when he said, she's young, bubbly, full of life. I'm old, tired, and full of prunes. Yeah, yeah she was trying, she to, was encourage trying to encourage him. She said they'd be good for each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you two be good for each other. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to skip right over episode two because we did not watch it. We did not, though I would like to say that the episode two opens with a recap of the entire previous episode that takes about a minute and a half. <laughs> Yarg. That's... Well, it's one week later. People might have forgotten or yeah. they missed the first episode of Punky Brewster. Here's a weird fact about Punky Brewster. So early on in season one, uh, it was airing on Sunday nights after mm-hmm. football. Okay. And the problem with Sunday Night Football is that it goes for an undetermined amount of time a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And it cuts off whatever is going on after it if it goes over time. Mm-hmm. So, like, recently, as last week or a week before, the Bones series finale, people missed the last, what? the first 10, 15 minutes because of football. Now it's not a big deal because you can easily go online to Fox.com the next day and watch it. But in 1984, if you missed the first 10 minutes of Punky Brewster, like, your life is over. Yeah. So they started That's... producing 15-minute episodes. Which is super cool. Which they did through, like, six 15-minute episodes during the first season, so they wouldn't kept, keep getting cut off from the football <sighs> games. If only we could have watched those. Also, yeah, they must be somewhere in the middle. Um, the They did a... a cartoon animated spinoff of the Punky yeah, Brewster show, like which year. was airing. It was airing consecutively. Which is insane. I don't know. Has that ever happened before? Uh, to any other show where they live action at night and cartoon on Saturday morning? Like, that's crazy. The closest thing I've seen to that is Game of Thrones in our lifetime. Yeah. You know? I feel like one of uh, Ninja Turtles? No. I guess if you count web content nowadays. But even, I don't. There was a New Kids on the Block cartoon when I was a kid. <sighs> I just want you both so to know that dumb. I watched every episode. They had an awesome dog. Of course, All they had a dog. Is that they had a cool dog and a huge black bodyguard. And what is Punky? <laughs> Any Brewster's cartoon? She has what? What's her magical animal? She has the dog, but she also has a leprechaun. I have no idea. It's like a little yeah, rabbit no leprechaun, either. something like that, that talks. Well, and I that's never, like the. I never saw that either. I don't know why. Also, yeah. it uses all the same actors. Yes, all the voices are the, the same. The voices are the same. Yeah, which is, which crazy. is good because yeah. it's like it would be really weird if it wasn't. But then, after two seasons, after season two, Punky was canceled. Which one? 
the live action Punky. Oh, I don't was. think animated made it past one season. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they did it for very long. Yeah, and then a year later, it came back in syndication. Mm-hmm. So they did two more seasons, but they would air every day, like Monday to Friday. And it went to a different network. Uh, yeah, I think it went so. from NBC to CBS. Yeah. Maybe? Anyway, uh. crazy. Okay, so episode uh, twenty four and twenty five. Of Punky Brewster season one is called Fenster Hall part one and two. It's mm-hmm. a pitch, I guess, for a show called Fenster Hall. Yes, they were trying to create this show with all these adorable little boys uh, who we will talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read both episodes so that we don't have to go back to this. So right. first one is Punky catches a boy breaking into her room and stealing from her. Henry takes the ball, the boy, to Fenster Hall where Mike Fulton, one of the workers there, tries to bond with him. That's pretty spoiler free. Okay, part two, TC's criminal mentor, Blade, sends him back to Fenster to Hall to steal the money from the upcoming benefit auction. So these originally aired as one full episode. Yeah, Yeah. and I don't even think there was a a break. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, So Punky's room, did you guys notice? It was amazing. Yeah. Like all those paintings and colors. That was crazy. Anyway. She has like a little tree in there. I was like, I want that room. Like I would live in that room now as like a 36-year-old adult i get why kids love punky brewster because she's got like she's her so own unique colorful. style and she's so confident yeah. and, and her bubbly. room's amazing i don't really just... know what punky power is but she yells it a lot and i i might do that just it's also Hannah uh, power it's also george's license plate in later seasons oh really p power oh my god adorable i love george he just passed away and we should say oh my gosh what's uh. his name we should look oh up my his name. God. George Gaines. Thank you. Thank you. He uh, he is fantastic. He passed away in February of this fantastic. year, and he was like in his late nineties. So uh, he he's got like a real sonorous voice. He sounds like a like an old time stage actor. Rest in peace, sir. You were very sweet and hilarious. Punky. He was finished. Punky. So yeah, she uh, this kid breaks in with a ski mask on, which was really weird. <laughs> yeah. A jewelry box that Punky's mom either gave to her or left behind. And uh, she yells Punky Power and she tells the dog to call the police, which he does. <laughs> the dog picks up the phone. Brandon's amazing. Uh, and TC uh, goes back to his lair with with Blade. And I'm, Blade's like, you're, you're running like you're being followed, boy. Blah, 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 blah. Of course he is. All the best lines. We're giving to weird, bad is. acting. Yeah. And yeah, she and yeah, Punky did follow him, and he she's watching, and then she sees like how bad this kid has it, basically yeah. with this blade dude who's like psycho. He is. He and like keeps threatening him. Sorry. And TC turns over the jewelry box, and it's just full of mementos. It's it's her little. Not even box. like two bucks, bunny pencils, and a where is it? I just saw it. Uh, there's a chicken, mm-hmm. a little chicken. Chicky. Oh, yeah, there. Two bucks, many pencils, and a Hello Kitty eraser. Yeah. <laughs> Saving Nothing. the Hello best Kitty? for last. In 1984? Wow, that eraser. thing's been around forever. And it's not even a kitty, we now know. It isn't? No, they, the creator said it's not a cat. What? What? 
I know. What? Well, your mind. You'll have to look that up later. Uh, yeah, I can't get yeah. into that. With I don't want to get. Yeah, that's a whole thing. I don't know the thing. All I just know is that on the internet a few years ago, it was a <laughs> thing that she, the Hello Kitty is not a cat. Oh my god. That. Uh, okay. Okay. So Blade gives him this big speech, like I give you food and shelter, and you make me happy, and happy is credit cards and stereos. Adults <laughs> should never say to children. It's your job to make me happy. It's oh, super creepy. Tell me about it. Um, so they got like an artful dodger and fagin thing going on, but yeah. they, they both are pretty terrible. Yeah. I wouldn't be bragging if I was you, kid. Yesterday, you let a 76-year-old lady outrun you and get her purse back. She was wearing Adidas. <laughs> Excuses. Don't pay the man, kid. Now, our arrangement was... Take you in. I give you food. This fantastic place to live. <laughs> Best of all, I let you hang out with me. I'm honored, Blake. Don't interrupt me. Sorry, Blake. All I ask in return is that you bring me things that make me happy. Stereos make me happy. Credit cards make me happy. What about jewelry boxes? Could bring a smile to my face. Remember when I found you in that alley? All alone, sick, hungry. I remember, Blade. And nobody's ever been as good to me as you. Nobody ever will. What do you think about that? Uh, what do you guys think of TC? I thought he was a pretty good actor, actually. He is so funny, too. Couldn't place him, and then I looked him up, and he, is, he plays this snotty kid in The Money Pit, which I had just recently watched mm-hmm. randomly, and that's okay. the only reason, and that's the only two things. Like, he never really acted again after this. Really? Yeah. So- but yeah, I thought he was solid, for sure. I mean, some of the dialogue was just so... Yeah, <laughs> hard to pull off, but Can't really do any better. I think he did fine, yeah. He, uh, Considering he-, he was the focus of this episode... And he cries. He got the single tear. Yes. That's anytime I see that from a kid, I'm like, wow, I, I very few adults can do yeah, that. You are congratulations. Yeah. Um totally. Yeah. So So Punky well, he eventually Blade eventually leaves and then Punky comes in with the mask on, tries to get the box back. For my mentos. That was mm-hmm. kinda cute. Of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> Anything she did was adorable. Saskia is in love with Punky. I can <laughs> tell. I, of course she is. I love it. She's like, this might have... Yeah, exactly. This is what Saskia was like at that age. I assume. <laughs> oh, if only I know. you had I know. a puppy named Brandon. If only I did. I did. So he brings TC, she brings TC home for dinner um, and explains, and like basically tells him, like, oh, don't worry, Henry will take you in. Yeah. Which is horrible, but at eight, you don't know any better, I guess. But uh, this, this scenario was also nuts. Like, he kind of had a home. In a way, not really. That is not a safe place. That's well, no, it's kid. not. I That's mean, it'd be like one a... thing if that was his dad or brother or something. There's yeah. just some rando that like, like, a, <laughs> like Fagin, right? Like that's picked him off up the street, is making him steal things because he's underage. Like that's like moving in with Stringer Bell. Yeah, Fagin <laughs> was, was at least of... nice to his kids. Like, he yeah. fed them and, like, took care of them, and he didn't threaten them and so much. And that place was gross, but Fenster Hall was gross, too. Like, when they finally showed the the room where everybody plays, and they were, like, playing bat burp ping pong with a basketball or oh, whatever yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. 
So crazy. So, yeah, Henry, uh, she's like, she tries to convince Henry to take him in by saying that he has your eyes and that he'll be the son you always wanted, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Henry calls him a half-pint hoodlum, which TC overhears and he's like, all right, see ya. (laughs) I'm leaving. I'm out of here. After he he eats all the potatoes. Uh, But... Except for one. Yes! (laughs) That was really rude. Uh, I wrote no manners. Uh, But Henry drags him to Fenster Hall um, and as they're leaving, Punky, I think, says to to Brandon, call Baxter. Did you guys catch that line? Call Baxter. And it's the second time the dog picks up the phone. Yeah. Yeah. But I, in my research, I couldn't find a Baxter. No. So I'm like, who is she? Who's the call dog calling Baxter. the second time? Maybe I misheard the Baxter part. Maybe Baxter is one of Brandon's friends. Call back. Call back. I know that's what I thought maybe because yeah. I went through IMDb and I looked at every single person that was ever on the show. Yeah, and, and there's there was, no Baxter you know, listed. Like, Could it be a dog? <laughs> it must. It must just be like a running. <laughs> Why would you call another dog? Anyway, I just thought you guys might have caught something there that I didn't. Honestly, no, I couldn't I, figure it out. This I morning. had a real hard time watching the show. I was constantly like rewinding and being because I would just. I'd be watching, and then my brain would just shut off, and Spaz I'd start out. thinking about other things. Like, yeah. I don't want to be watching this. It's so slow. That's no offense it. to the no. creator. It's, well, it's it not a bad show. I'm just you. like... I think it's funny that you liked Zoe better, but... Yeah. I just felt more engaged with Zoe. I yeah. was like, pull well, the long by um, more modern, obviously. Right? I was wondering if it's... From a couple of years ago. If that was it. If it's just the timing and pacing of it, or if it's that it's aimed at it. Because it's aimed at an even younger audience. It is. Yeah. This one is... But like, but I really liked also, Henry as well. Was a lot and less the humor with the two of them. Sometimes I also I found funny, like weird hijinks. Like Zoe doesn't have all this crazy, depressing backstory that you have to yeah. think about about all these kids that are like in these horrible That's so situations. True. That's so true. Ugh. Okay, so we're finally we see the dorm at Fenster Hall and with all the boys in it, and Mike comes in and he's yelling at them because someone has put a stolen one of the girls' goldfish. that someone on the boys' floor decided to liven up yesterday's vegetable soup by adding to it Nadine Tannenbaum's goldfish. (laughs) Now, I will admit that the soup needs work, but personally, I like my soup without pets. (laughs) I don't want to see you guys pulling this type of stunt again. Well, guys, I guess that rules out tomorrow's hamster milk. (laughs) Don't laugh. Nadine is very upset. And put it in the soup that they all just ate. Yeah. Which was really disgusting. And just, yeah, heartless. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, his boss, Rita, is yelling at him over the intercom to, like, get to her office immediately, which turns into a weird scene about how he did something bad with an elephant, which never comes back again. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> a I lot think of that whole threads. thing was a setup to cancel the auction. Right? Yeah. It was like so. to introduce this, uh, the, the county, mm-hmm. who apparently are like funding 
them. Yeah, orphanages are always in danger of being shut down. Yeah. Right? There's always the county or or the board or something who's just like itching to yeah. sell off the orphanage. And he the hasn't done the proper paperwork. He hasn't done his job, <laughs> basically. And like when his boss, this woman comes in and is like, I need you to do this stack of paperwork, yeah. which he later reveals he's had sitting or like he's kids there. He has files for children who were in the foster home, or the orphanage, yeah. who are now in the Marines. Yes. So it's been like 20 years, 15 years since yeah. he started the paperwork. And he, as soon as she's like, I need you to do this paper, he's like, don't pull rank. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to try that next time someone asks me to do my job. <laughs> it obviously doesn't even matter anymore if he does it. Well, he seems <laughs> to only care about fun, right? He cares and about connecting the kids with have the kids. Fun. Yeah, oh, well, when, he, when she calls him to the office, he ends up dancing his way there for over right. the course of two minutes. Oh, There's like a breakdance <laughs> hallway scene. Yeah, that was hilarious. Like, he make, he's clear that he makes the place work. Well, they're trying to introduce him as the star of this new show, right? Because obviously him and her are going to be the two adults with all of these children. He's... With Dash and Lyle and Sugar and Conan. Oh, God. <laughs> By the way, could, do you have uh, the name of the actor playing Mike? We should give him a shout-out. Let me uh, get back to that. Because he's pretty good. He's got to, like, they let him run through four or five pretty solid I impressions. Him. Yes, that's true, yeah. Um, actually, like who, did he, who did he do? He did Cosby. Humphrey Bogart yep. into Michael Jackson into Mr. T into Cosby. Yeah, which Cosby's was the one that finally gets him. But it was okay back then. Mike it was fine back then. Yeah. No, that's not him. But he gets him with the pudding pop There's reference. There's another Mike on this show? Why would you do that, Pine <laughs> He's only in two episodes, so he's near the bottom. Yeah, way... Oh, no, he's up the top, because he's in the second season. Mike Fulton, there he is. Mike Fulton. <laughs> T.K. Okay. Carter. T.K. Carter, well done, yeah. T.K. You're he's a great impressionist. in uh, Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Mm. Uh, is that the same creator for Good Morning, Miss Bliss? I don't know, maybe. Maybe. NBC. In the thing. Yeah, that's true. Okay. NBC. NBC. Okay, so um, they agree that they can have the auction as long as he does all his paperwork. Mm-hmm. Punky and Henry show up with TC and introduce him to Mike. And then Punky's like, all right, make sure you get in line, at the front of the line for dessert, except on Fridays because it's rice pudding and it's disgusting. And then it's basically like, peace, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> like, even that was like... What? Yeah. It's like, here He's you are walk now away in, like, this, in this home where you had no desire to come to, uh, but see you later. Even knowing this was a spinoff, I expected more Punky Brewster. Me too. Also, she knew from having been there in episode two mm-hmm. that they are allowed to just leave, which is also like, there's no way. No, they're not. Right? Those kids are like under the state's care, so they shouldn't be able to just walk, like run away. I don't think they're allowed to. No, but they say in the scene later, they tell TC, like, no one's keeping you here. You can walk out anytime you want. I know in the second episode, there's something about, like, a guard in the hallway or whatever. Yeah, yeah, there's a... But they literally say in this episode, like, you're not locked in here. And then he talks about, oh, um, his, um, oh my god, what is it? His, uh... Well, here's the thing I'm thinking about, is that TC moves into Fenster House, and he's immediately at odds with a couple of guys. We see that the other kids... The other kids all fall into these stereotypes. There's a sporty guy, there's the nerdy guy, there's the big, fat, bully kind of guy who's constantly eating, which is... Like, one of them is literally constantly reading the tax code. Yeah, that was... Yeah, he's got these huge spectacles. Over the top. I'm sure... Was it just those three kids? There's more than that. There's five. Dash, Lyle, Sugar, and Conan... 
But the, only the three or four of them matter. Like two of them are well. The four quiet. they were the roommates. The four yeah. roommates, right? So Lyle, I think, is the one nerdy of those kids one, was right? super adorable as well. The one with the hat, the short. Oh, the guy. That's right. The one. <laughs> He's the, the one kid from with Alf. the newsboy cap. He's the son yeah. of Alf. Yeah. And so these he moves in with these four stereotypes. He won't really adjust, even though there's really nothing to make Fenster House look like that bad a place. Considering where he's coming from, I found it. Sorry, okay. not locked in. No honor. See ya. That's what he's talking about. His honor. It's like I'm not honorable. <laughs> it's like all, they're saying, oh, it's the honor system. Yeah. He's like, well, I don't have enough honor to stick around, and then he just leaves, and he goes back to Blade, who finds out or knows about the auction. Yeah. He calls it a dog pound. Uh, dog he sees pound like it's a dog kids? pound for children. I'm not going back there. And Blade's like, oh no, they're having a huge. Like, sale soon. Like, you're going back there, and you're going to get that money, and you're going to bring it back to me. Which is a smart scam. So, apparently, this is a orphanage that you can come and go as you please, which does not exist in reality. No. <laughs> no. I, maybe back then, all the laws around kids being on the streets seem looser. Yeah, on, that's true. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, it's crazy. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's and crazy. then TC calls him a genius for this plan, and immediately goes back to Fenster. And it yeah. ends, I believe at part one ends on a very cool high five between TC and Blade. Oh, God. They do like a <laughs> fancy multi-part high five and then it freeze frames. Uh, Saskia, <laughs> would you like to say anything about Gripe Night? Uh, what? Gripe Night? What, what was that? It's an open forum for our thoughts. Excuse me? No, you missed that scene when they went in the hot box? Oh, the hot box. I remember the hot box. I didn't know it was called Monday Gripe Night. Monday is Gripe Night. It's an open forum for our thoughts, Conan tells us. Uh, and one of their thoughts is that TC won't do his um, auction project. And they're right. really mad about that. And then Mike's like, it's voluntary. He doesn't have to make something if he doesn't want to. The auction, by the way, all the kids make or find things to sell for charity for this auction. Yeah, they're no, trying to make yeah. money for um, like fun, like sports equipment, right? Yeah. For the, which obviously we saw they don't have much of. And... Then Mike gets his gripe out, which is that they hassled the girls at the goldfish funeral, mm -hmm. and TC brought a cat, which is supposedly like super offensive. Yeah, he brought <laughs> a cat to the eat funeral. Goldfish? I don't know. I gotta say, that's and the... then they made a joke about open casket. So I guess the cat did eat that the goldfish. Oh my god, joke. that that goldfish thing. They when TC arrives, they well the goldfish was put in the soup. By TC. He How is the goldfish? It wasn't TC. That was before no, was he even got there. Oh, it right. was one of those four boys. One of the four boys. <laughs> we never find out. That's, or all that's crazy. Yeah. That's so, like... Well, I mean... That gold, fish would have disintegrated in the soup. Gold I guess it's not the same as killing day. a cat or, yeah. say, a dog, but it's still... How are they giving this fish a funeral? It wouldn't exist anymore. No. That whole thing was just a setup for that joke. Yep. Yeah. Is that they... Where did he get a cat to Where... bring to the funeral? And why would he even go to that much effort for a girl he doesn't even know? In um, a place he can't stand being in. Like, um, why would he even think about that? What are they burying, burying the fish in? What is the casket? Is it a shoebox? Mm, yeah, if it's a shoebox, why is the kid calling it a casket? It it's so creepy. A, it could just be like a mason jar. It could <laughs> Yeah, that's what I bury my fish in. Oh my god. So they force TC into the hot box where Mike basically harasses him until he cries and tells oh, yeah. what happened to him. We should specify that the hot box is just everyone sitting in a square. Yes. Because as soon as it said hot box, I was picturing <laughs> I was like, like Ooh, they're, they're going to lock him so in a closet in a or something. type 
Bruce. Yeah. See what I was thinking. He thinks Mike is this. all bullshit. He's a do-gooder who just like helps people and then goes home to his mansion. Like mm-hmm. who? Are, I don't know who those people are you know, either. All those orphanage mansion people. Uh, but he's like, no, dude, I've lived here since I was seven. Like, I'm legit. Mm-hmm. So step off your great, great detail for Mike. Step off your box there. Uh, so yeah, TC. His mom died. His his dad split a few months ago, and Who knows again why? came home. They were living in a trailer. Yep. He came home and the trailer was gone. Like that is mental. What would you do? No more. No big I deal. I have no idea. Yeah. He says I mean, it's no big deal. Yeah. That was heartbreaking. Turning to a life of crime at that point, I totally. I don't get. know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. Anyway, oh. at least that's better than being driven to a town that you've never been to before oh. and left there instead yeah. of left where you already lived and knew people. And then Mike keeps pressing him to tell him why he thinks he, he left, which is like that's this is way too far. Well, on the, the thing first, is, the first day. he knows that TC thinks he it's his fault that he left. That's yeah. what he's trying to get him to say. Yeah, not like. A real reason. Like, because he doesn't know the real reason. But yeah, he says his dad was drinking a lot, he couldn't find a job, and he kept telling him it was his fault that his mom died. Because she died in childbirth. He never let me forget it. I was talking to my roommate about this earlier, because again, this is another trope of movies and TV, where the child, like, the mom dies in childbirth, and then the father blames the child. Mm -hmm. Happens. Does that happen in reality? I don't know. Like, yes, women die in childbirth, obviously. But... Are there all these, like, mean dads around that, like, literally think the baby did it? Like, you put the baby in there. Didn't you do it? I think that people I think it happens so much on TV, though, that it's, like, way more than... Oh, totally. I don't think it happens very often. In reality. I'm sure there are cases of it being real. I would consider, like, a thing, like, a postpartum type depression where it's... In the man? Yeah. If your wife dies, you would be okay, all crazy fucked up. Postpartum. Yeah, you know what I mean, though. Like postpartum post, depression birth is depression? caused by all what of do you the call crazy it? hormones. Post death. Post death. Widow depression. Post your wife's partum. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So he admits all that. He cries a little, and then when Mike tries to like hug him, he's like, "Hands off!" <laughs> oh my god. And then they all, they all go to bed. But Just the kids have a little more respect for TC. Yeah, and a they little. give him like a little like, you know. Not that they have much respect for each and other. And you see TC. No, they do. Because he do, says like they... we stick up for each other. Like we don't like your attitude here. You don't. You're shitting on this place. You're shitting on us. Like Mike has taught us. Like we're gonna be better together. We get through this together. So, I mean, but they, they are do. Mean to they each other. constantly They're shit on each other, especially yeah. on the fat kid. Yeah, totally. They tear a strip off him. Yeah, and um, they're mean to the nerdy kid too. Yeah, the nerdy kid brings it on himself. He's a real, <laughs> and a the real twinkie, little The jerk. constant Twinkie-eating child does. Oh, that's right. I forgot about those Twinkies. So gross, watching someone stuff them in their So then maw. Blade randomly shows up again to just, you know... Yeah, creeps in through the window, by the way. Threaten a little bit about what's going to happen And next. once again, eats his apple with the Blade. Yeah. So creepy. That's Sometimes soft things get punctured, get, get hurt. What does he say? Know. He has some terrible, terrible li- exit line. I, stabs I, I just kept writing down threat. I didn't threat, even like bother to so like threat, threat, threat. And then we're at the auction, and Mike proposes to two different women, which is kind of sweet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Pumpy at first, that. but she says that she promised Henry to that she would oh, date course. before she gets married. Date before she gets married, and then he asks um, Grandma Betty, Betty, Grandma Betty, and, and she, she says, says, "Sure." I didn't promise nothing to Henry. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's get married. And then Sugar and Cherry fall deeply in love. 
That was a kind of a cute scene where she's like, he's so cute. They were like, uh, you're right. He's right there. Yeah. He's was... right there. He, and then she said she has sugar shock. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, the parts you hated uh, the most about this were the parts that I liked. <laughs> he's gorgeous. He was kind of cute. Well, I mean, he's 12. I shouldn't think that. God damn. Um, and then we have this auction happening, which I... I clearly was not paying close enough attention because as soon as they showed the auction table with all the stuff on it, I'm like, this is just crap. Yeah. There's all this junk they're selling. The kids made it. I know, it's t- it's worthless. <laughs> it's he, a beautiful birdhouse. He, uh, he sells the boss's coat back to her, like forces her to pay for yeah. her own coat. Yeah. And then, yeah, they sell TC's birdhouse, which uh, Grandma and Henry get into a massive bidding war over. Do you think she was doing that because she knows him well enough to know that... He won't let her win. Maybe. Like, was she driving up the price? They both seemed, seemed really rich. interested in getting that. No, yeah, no one on this show seemed No, very I don't wealthy. think he cared about the birdhouse. I think he just wanted to support Punky. Yeah, but what was her well, investment? That's why he started, but yeah. he just didn't stop because he wanted to win. Yeah, he went yeah. into like a, like a, a competition. And then they end up paying 175 bucks for it. Yeah, and then he tries to get her to split it with him. Also, they live in an apartment building, so yeah. his birdhouse is her birdhouse. Yeah. This is going to be in the same yard. It's yeah, it makes <laughs> no sense. Um, I mean, it's very, it's a very sweet idea. This auction. I was just um, surprised that there was nothing worthwhile. Worth what buying? Yeah. The like, do you think you go out item. to like the community and be like, can you donate like? Things Something, worth yeah. auctioning off instead of a bunch of shit. Because that that's the kind of stuff you yeah. would buy from your own kid. You'd be like, "Oh, that's so cute. You made a birdhouse. Yeah, I'll support you." Yeah, I'm not gonna do it for some orphan. Totally. But this whole time, TC's like, you know, waiting to steal the money, waiting to steal the money, and he finally gets it. Gets busted right away by Mike. He's like, "Don't yeah, you trust me?" Yeah. And uh, Mike's like, "Yeah, sure, take the money." And he lets him go to his room where he sits there with it. Yeah, weird. He's supposed to be taking it to, to the uh, office to Blade. And, uh, well, yeah, yes, he's supposed well. to be taking it to the office <laughs> and he's supposed to be taking it to Blade. So he's just sitting there in his room trying to decide where to take this money, How which path in his life he wants in to there go the down. Whole time. He's just sitting quietly on his desk. He could have gone out the window. Mm, if Michael's that's a good point. The room. Well, it wasn't that long before Blade comes in and they start talking, right? Blade, so, I, I feel like say, he says he was sitting there for like an hour. He says that you're supposed to be at no, my place an hour, hour, hour ago. Yeah. yeah, which means so Blade must have left like an hour, hour and a half. But he's, he's been avoiding taking the money, and he tries to explain to Blade like they need this money. Like yeah. I will come with you, and I will steal, and I will do whatever you want. Just like leave these kids alone. Like they're. Their lives suck. <laughs> you don't steal from orphans. But no. Blade heart. would say that, that yes, you do, because they're easy targets, and that's how crime works. Yeah. And then Mike comes busting in, and then there's a crazy knife versus shirt fight. Yeah, which I think was taken from a Michael Jackson video. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. It's it's speed, it. speed it. Yeah. That's right. I don't. I was like, why are they doing this? But I guess makes... the shirt is supposed to catch the knife. Well, it's just to avoid getting stabbed, really. Yeah. Like to have something between you and the, the knife. But it just, it was just weird. The whole, yeah. All the stuff with the knife was weird. It all. It seems unnecessary. He's yeah. got the knife. He he could basically just have the threat of it. He doesn't need to like lash. He can also grab TC and like put the knife to his throat. Yeah. And say, okay, I'm taking this kid and the money. So fuck off. So. Yeah, Mike puts his foot down and says, you can take the money, but you're not taking TC. Yeah, basically you'll have to kill me. Which is a great deal, because that's all he wants is the money. 
So well, no, he wants. No, TC I think he as well. wants both because TC is a money maker, right? Well, I mean, he's he could worth be. money to him. He hasn't made any real money for him yet because he brings home stuff like Hello Kitty erasers. Well, yeah, he might but, might well, have before. I think they've been together for a while until today. <laughs> yeah, today he's making him a, but, a lot I mean, of money. He's making it hard on him as well. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, so TC turns over the lockbox to him, and Blade slips back out the window. Yes, and TC's mad. He's like, you lied about trusting me, you followed me, blah, blah, blah. Did yeah. you lie about, you know, like, that you would die for me? And he's uh-huh. like, no, it's not a lie. Like, I was not going to lie. Well, obviously, he wasn't lying, seeing that he engaged in a goddamn knife fight yeah, right true. in front of you. Yeah. Uh, they shake hands, and the boys come back into the room, and uh, Mike has to tell them, like, oh, we lost the money. Like, sucks, but... TC's gonna stay with us for a while, and then TC's like, "What?" One correction, he, he got, got the, the cash one. box. Yeah. He didn't get the money, and then they the throw cash. it up in the air and dance around in the falling money. Woo! Woohoo! And then we cut back to Punky Island party. Yeah, we finally get back to Punky. She's wearing a chef's hat, and this is where I wrote, "Why is she always home alone?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we find out that. The cops caught Blade in the hospital because when he found out the box was empty, he dropped it and broke his toe. Yeah. I want to say for the record, I've broken many toes and you don't go to the hospital and you are not hospitalized. There's nothing you can do when you break your toes. You just have to wait it out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good to know. Good so to know. that is bullshit. <laughs> but whatever. It's the least of the problems of yeah. the bullshit in this episode. And then she asks if uh, TC can come for dinner, and if TC can come for dinner, can Mike come for dinner, and if Mike can come for dinner, can all of Fenster Hall come for dinner, and surprise, they're already there. Yeah. And they're all hiding in the kitchen for some reason in a huge tableau. Well, I think they're helping cook, but yeah, they're waiting for But they're all waiting, like, stacked on top of each other, so it's just this wall of people when he opens the door. Mm -hmm. Hi, Henry. And they seem to have put in a a giant doggy door. That wasn't there. Obviously, it wasn't there. Oh, you mean the the, the, the kitchen? The swinging door? There's also, like, a... It was in the pilot. What do you call that? It's like a server's door where... The half, door? the half door? Sure. But it, yeah, it but it was two, was too, on... but it didn't have a doggy door in it in the beginning. Oh, right, it wasn't a doggy door? I, Why? I know, like a third two door? Two. I didn't notice No, there's a hole. There was a hole in the bottom door in the finale. What? Oh, the dog was that. running I didn't straight that through. It was like a big black thing. That's so oh, silly. That's so yeah, because I, I literally wrote it down because that was the only change. Was that the dog got bigger, and now there was a dog door. Well, maybe the dog can't open the half door. Well, of course he can't. It's a push door. Is it just push? There's no There's handle. No, no handle? Or no, um, no stop. It seemed like they went back and forth, right? So yeah, he yeah. could easily open that door on his own. That's so weird. <sighs> maybe when he was a puppy, he couldn't. Maybe that's what it is. Now, as a giant dog, obviously. Okay, is there anything before I quiz, you can give you my really intense donut quiz about Matthew Brewster that you guys want to say? You're out? You're uh. in? I'm, oh, I don't man. think I'm gonna watch anymore. I can't. I could not. I could barely get through those four episodes last night. It well, was you watched rough. one too many, which is sad for you. That was. I'm glad that I got to see a little it more might punky. Help you get the donut though. Uh, it was just so brutal. I, it's just, it's, I, sorry I, to I detest that. that, and I will. It's very. It's just the pacing. I couldn't handle it. I kept losing track of like. It just couldn't hold my interest. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I feel like they didn't do anything wrong, really. You're right. It's probably just aimed at a younger audience. But yeah. there are shows for well, kids like that age that engage Zoe, me. Well, like Zoe, that is, like, four years younger. So it's supposed to be for four-year-olds? Like, four-year-olds aren't going to watch something like that. Yeah. I thought it was just, like... Maybe six It seemed like they didn't understand any of the rules. But maybe the rules have changed. Because it was, like, the rules of, like, making a television show. Oh, yeah. 
they must, <laughs> like, they must have changed this crazy dark that. background and like the kid, she's eight but she's acting like 15 I don't know I just it seemed way like it's very who's sitcom-y. the audience who's like, the audience are grown ups supposed to be watching this because like it's a lot of grown ups and a lot of grown up humor a lot of sex humor like it was Anyway, it just seems like a lot of things thrown into one thing. There like, the adult th- humor was not the same as the kid humor, and it was... There are huge chunks right. in Zoe 101, the adult humor is at the exact same level yeah, as the kid it, humor. it should be. Well, and in Zoe 101, there are no scenes without the kids. Right. Right? Whereas in this, there's scenes that are, like, just George and... Henry. Uh, sorry, just Henry and... Uh, George Henry Gaines, that's Henry. Yeah. Um, just Henry and uh, Cherry's grandmother, or just Mike and his boss. Like, there's scenes where there's no children in there, and you're... That's when it really drags for Right, me. exactly. So that's what I... The, yeah, that's my point. Is like, I'm not really sure who they were trying to get with this show. And again, it's like... It, 1984 we didn't have the segmented audience like we do now yeah so they had to, they had to get everybody so this is just they a had family to get everybody show. that was watching football on sunday That's nights crazy. on nbc so you go from watching football to watching punky Brewsters. so this yeah. is like something everyone can watch with their kids before the kids get put to bed right exactly yeah. oh yeah it's crazy right and then all of a sudden, it's a syndicated show that's on five days a week when kids get home from school. So I bet you in the last two seasons, it's probably a very different type of of comedy, or maybe George is in a little less. I don't know. I could see that. Also, yeah. okay, so this this was a phenomenon, right? Punky Brewster? It she was, was a big deal. Was it huge? Everybody loved her, dressed like her. There was lunchboxes. Like, I remember it. I remember... The, the craziness of Punky Brewster. But again, like, it only lasted a couple of years, right? So it was yeah. like a flash in a pan kind of thing. But that was the 80s. It was like, you went from Cabbage Patch to, like, My Little Pony to, like, it was, everything was a rage, and it, it never lasted. Yeah. I mean, like, a few years, though. Four years of a phenom is Yeah, no, it's solid. very cool. That is good for, good for you, Soleil. Good job, guys. Soleil Fry Moon. Good. Soleil Moon Fry. Soleil Joe. Moon Fry. What yes. a name. Yeah, she was on uh, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, in the later years, and then now, recently, she's mostly just been doing voiceover stuff. Really? She's one of the brats, I think. Oh, Oh, no. She's had a bunch of kids, so. She's chilling and enjoying life and living off her punky money. Worst things to do with your life. Who knows if I she got any. Hopefully she did. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully we her mother know. was better than yeah. punky's Hopefully mother. Hopefully she got some of that uh, lunchbox money, because, yeah, yeah, I remember pencil cases and, like, everything forever. Did it have her on, on it? Like, as, or like a little, uh, Yeah, I'm trying to think about it was like, yeah, cartoon her or real her. I can't remember. I feel like it was more cartoon her as I remember, but I, um, again, it's like, it's been so long. It's, Punky. 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 All right, question one. All right. What reason does DCFS give as to why Henry should not get custody of Punky Brewster? Now, this might be an episode two, It's so you not. might know the answer. Also, I don't remember anything about episode two, because my brain... A, he's not married. B, he's never raised a child. C, he's too old. D, all of the above. E, none of the above. Like none of those are should should be acceptable reasons, but I'm afraid that all of them are on the show. Hmm. I would say I think you're too old might be an acceptable it might reason. Be. Yeah. I'm not saying he's too old. I don't know how old he is. 
He looks like he's in his early but 50s. I feel like if me. an 85 year old was trying to adopt a baby, you'd be like, probably not. You I'm can't handle this. <laughs> no, you're going to die soon. Yeah. So you get four years with the kid? Yeah. Mm-mm. And the kid's going to need a new mommy. We've anyway. never had that option before. I'm going with none of the above. I, I am also going with none of the above. It's all of the above. That's terrible. <laughs> See, the one I good reason. That. They didn't even say, really you're not related. That. You have no connection to this girl. That is an insane... Yeah. You're not married, they, you don't have children, and you're too old? do not want Punky uh, to go with George for those reasons. That's why she gets thrown in Fenster Hall. I do agree with the single thing. I think single men would be the lowest on the adoption rating. Because the... Yeah, I guess I see that. The risk factor would be much higher than with a single but woman. But there are a lot of single women that never find like the, their person or whatever that want to have kids. And I totally get that. So well, I think it's weird now, to turn around and say the same to a man. I you get know it. what I mean? I get, like, I've, I've had the same thought myself. I'm like, am I going to have to adopt one day? And then I'm like, I'll just look like a child molester. They'll never give me a kid. I don't, I don't think, think single. I don't, well, the knows? the rate of incidence is so much higher. I've talked to a lot of my friends lately about the adoption process, and apparently, it's just like it's fucking crazy the shit you have to go through. No, and the thing, like, even as a foster, like as we now know, like none of this is realistic. Like you have to go through like such a long process even to be eligible. Right? Yeah, to they be would a foster never parent. just give her, give him. Like, punky. yeah, no, yeah, no, totally. Would have, the, it would yeah, take a the reality year, totally of most more. of this situation is pretty ludicrous and mm-hmm. unbelievable. It's like the the wire when Carve wanted to adopt. Yes. What's his face? And he wasn't allowed. Not Weebo. Mike. Michael. Anyway. No, not Michael. It's the other one. Anyway, one of the four kids. Okay. Carver wanted to adopt one. Weebay's son. Weebay's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Randy, who ends up in the foster home. Randy. But he's with him at the end. No. We see them at the end. No, that's. that's, I think the last we see of Randy. Oh, no, that's Weebay's son. Sorry. It's Randy who's. Cheese's son. Oh, Randy's the little one. Randy's the one with the dreadlocks who ends up in the in the. I remember. Randy is Cheese's son. Yes, they never oh, mention that on the show, but it is. That's terrible. But we know it to be true because we've investigated. Yes. <laughs> Question anyway. two: When Punky redecorates without Henry's knowledge, how does he describe her new room? So Punky has been sleeping on the couch. She decides to turn his office into her new bedroom without asking anybody. Oh, yeah. And the result is what you saw in the episode of her room. Okay. So how does he describe it when he first sees it? Okay. A like a rainbow barf. Mm-hmm. B like bad sixties tie dye. Mm-hmm. C that it could blind a Smurf. Mm-hmm. Or D is too much for even a unicorn. I know it's not A because. He would never say barfed. He would never say barfed. I'm going to go with... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with C. He would never say barfed. He would never say barfed. He would never say barfed. C was also going to be my answer, and I'm going to stick with it as they, well. They love to throw in pop culture references on this show. That's right. It uh, can blind a Smurf. Like, why, he would never would talk he about Smurfs. Exactly. Probably on the same network. Question three. Oh, when I like D the best, though. Could, Saskia, could you quickly look up what network the Smurfs was on? I want to know oh, yes, if I NBC could. is cross-promoting. Uh, when Punky overhears how expensive raising kids is, how does she earn cash? A. Dog grooming. B. Babysitting. C. Taking kids lunch money. Or D. Gets a paper route. Who is this person? Punky. 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 When she, she hears uh, George, George, oh, now you got me doing it. Yeah. Henry... Complaining about the expensiveness of children, she decides to get a job to help out. Does she dog groom, babysit, take kids' lunch money? That's not really a job, but we'll yeah. just say it is. 
or get a paper route. I'm going with... Oh, sorry, you go first this I'm going time. with paper route. I'm going with taking kids' lunch money because it's the most dramatic. Uh, it is dog grooming. Ah, oh, yes, That course. was my second choice. Of course. Literally uh, taking kids' lunch money? Yep. That was... That was an option. That was the least I was lowest trying to make you guys that, laugh with that one. That seems like a great storyline. For Punky, it's a good lesson. The character to learn. that you have gotten to know. I don't know anything about minutes. this little orphan. <laughs> she is good-hearted. Well, she could uh, even good-hearted people make mistakes. That's true. Uh, did we find out what network? It's like, like okay, on? all of them. NBC. Like, but that's the fourth one down. I searched the Smurfs Network, yeah, and it's right. like, that's all other countries. We want to find out who started BBC it. BBC News original. Okay. Okay. Question four. What does Brandon eat that enrages Henry? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. It could be a many a thing. This a, dog. $500. Wow. B, his lucky loafers. D, rare stamps which he collects. C, that's what I said C, right? That's yeah. what I meant to say. Yeah. D, his $40 steak. Wow. <laughs> the steak. Honestly, any of those I'm would going be with the loafers. The classic sitcom. Where are my loafers? I will go with that $40 steak. It is stamps. Ah! Stamps! Oh, sorry, guys. Rare stamps. It is NBC. Stamps? You get some rare stamps. It is NBC. An American-Belgian animated fantasy comedy television series that aired on NBC. That's why they From did 81 it. to 89. Because he would never know that reference. No, he no totally. I mean, she might know that reference. But the Smurfs were probably everywhere. Well, yeah, they but were. But at the same time. But at the same. We like to call he them the He is a photographer. Struth. Yeah. Because that's what they are in French. Le Struth. Le Struth. Okay, final question. You're tied at one. Yes. Oh my we're God. We're doing real good this time. Beverly <laughs> beat you at this, guys. Beverly. Not yet. She got two out of five, you said. That's right. So far. When left alone with Henry's new video camera, what do Punky Brewster and friends do? Besides break it. Because obviously they're going to break it. Yes. Of course, of course. A. Film a musical they made up. B. Uh, that's hilarious. Film adoption videos for kids at Fenster Hall. C. Film Brandon doing dog tricks. D. Film an exercise video. Oh. For the donut. For me, it's between two answers. Uh, same for me. Maybe uh, you Which go first. Which one would you like to eliminate? Um, okay, I'll go first. I'm, I'll pick the other one. I'm thinking it's either adoption videos. I love the idea of them doing a musical, but it doesn't seem likely. Uh, the adoption videos theme thing is okay, a great let idea. Me answer. If he would, okay. I'm going with D. You're going with D? Which one was D? Exercise video. Oh, that's the one I wanted to go with. It's so of the moment. I'm going to go with the adoption videos then. Just no, you can variety. go for the exercise video. Yeah? You're not going to be hurt? No. Great, I'm going for exercise video as well. That's the right answer! It Let's figures. It was Uh So you have to share the donut. I'm okay with that. You have to open it together at okay. the same time. Okay. With both of I'm your holding hands. the bottom. You open the top. No, we shall turn our head. That's not what I meant. Now turn. Now look. Oh my. <laughs> this is like a Hawaiian. Pineapple upside down donut. That's right. Wow. Pineapple upside down cake donut. Cake donut. It looks fabulous. It looks like a recipe out of... Um, Betty Crocker. You may have the maraschino cherry. Yes. No, on me. I love cherries. Oh, okay, then you have it. No, it's okay. You First, I have to get. A I didn't win. Okay, let's pick a new show. Thank you, guys. That was awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, loved um, it. Final recommendations to the audience. Yes. Was uh, adorable. Honestly, I feel like if you have a kid, I would totally show them Punky Brewster. It's it's, it's not a good series. 
there's very many things wrong with it, but I enjoyed every second of but it. But I feel like, yeah, of the shows, like, you're being forced to watch it was with so your cute. kid, I'd be on board with the, getting through this one. But and it yeah. had some, it had some good, good moral lessons. Unlike Zoe, I'm not going to go in complete series. Yeah. <laughs> See, I am yeah. much more likely That's to watch this one. baffling that yeah. you've already completed. Uh. Well, I had already seen almost all of it, just not how it ends. Okay. So it's I like... thought it was the whole last season you hadn't seen, and you just powered through it. I pretty much have, yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I would but say... Only seen, yeah, there's only been like one or two that I'm like, this one I've definitely seen before. <laughs> but most of them I'm like, it's all new and I love it. Now I have two <laughs> left and I don't want to watch it because you know me, I can't do finales. Just do it so now. it's just nope. sitting there. Just leave it for just your deathbed. Get it over uh, Before we pick our new show, should we pour one out for our, our kick-ass homie that we've lost? Uh. Excuse me? <laughs> Which homie did we lose this week? We've lost so many homies. No, I was just talking about Kick-Ass, the oh. website. Oh, Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass yes. Torrance. R.I.P. At least for now. For now. For we now. miss you, buddy. Pirate Bay, stop spamming my computer. <gasps> pop-ups, yeah. right? Yeah, and it automatically downloads Flash Player. I'm getting pop-ups, Ooh. too. God damn you, Pirate Bay. How are we supposed to review tele... Like, ancient television. Yeah. Like Manimal. It's gonna Nobody get, wants Manimal. It might get harder for us, guys, unless you hard. let that nice man out of jail. So if you know any great places to stream TV or, or something you know like that. Or you know a good boy dollars. Yeah. Send him, send him his way. Yo, Kick-Ass is done. He made so many mistakes. All right. It's, it's done. One and 972. No peaking. Okay. I am going to go with 756. I'm going with 813. So high. All right, let's see what I feel like I've never picked the eight hundred number before, and I was trying to go with a a new a new a new number, new range. I I know I've gone close to the top. Eight hundred and thirteen is the Ellen Show. Oh, two thousand and five. Excellent, but that's a not the current Ellen Show. Her second sitcom. The sitcom. Sitcom, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not the super influential one from the 90s. The... Comedy romance. Yeah, no, that's... Um... No, it wasn't in the 90s. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The original one? So which one is this one, then? I guess she had a follow-up series. 2001 to 2005. It, it says, says 2001. Oh. So yeah, this must be the one. But she came out in the 90s. That was the whole thing about that show. When she finally came out on the show, well, the show died. Check her out. Yeah, yeah. look it because up for they, us if you like, can. It says CBS 2001. 30 minutes. So to me, there was only one. Maybe it ended in 2001? Well, this is a contender. What's what's the other one? Uh, 7.56. I don't like to see my numbers. Because it's good. It's just fun. It's, it's just good family fun. Great. That's something punky Disney would do. Disney show called Fish Hooks. Jesus. The Ellen show it is, it's I think. animated adventure comedy. 22 minutes. <sighs> Tempting, but... 2010. At least it's, they're both half-hour shows. This is going to be a nice, easy That's week. That's true. Yeah, we've been Created by Mitchell ones. Hurwitz. Yep. Whoa! The Ellen DeGeneres... The Ellen Show. What was the original show? The Ellen DeGeneres Show? No, the Ellen DeGeneres Show is her talk show. I don't think there, there is another I have, one. There's no third show. I Ellen. Know. There's Ellen. Oh, there Ellen. we go. There we go. That was the 90s one? Yeah. So what is the Ellen... Oh, is it... So it goes Ellen to the Ellen Show to the Ellen DeGeneres Show. Is the Ellen Show, like, scripted? An internet executive moves to a small town. Yes. So scripted sitcom. I have have no knowledge of that. How many seasons did it last? One. How many episodes? So this must be just, like, a random one that got canceled on her. One hit wonder. Or one season wonder, hopefully. 
just like Stella. 18 episodes. All right, there we go. All right, well, tune in uh, next time. We'll be watching one of three Ellen shows. <laughs> the Ellen show. <laughs> Talking about our love of Ellen. If you have time, uh, drop on by iTunes and leave us a beautiful, shining, golden five-star review. Please do. We would really like that a lot. And Yay! we really like you a lot. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. Maybe the world is blind Or just a little unkind Don't know Seems you can't be sure Of anything anymore Although Spirit.